I'm Becky Gannon, and I'm mad about miniatures. Today, you are in for a treat. Times two. We're going to be talking to the mother-daughter duo behind At My Miniature Life, YT, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and more. I love their joyful reels that touch on childhood memories and everyday life. Let's go talk to them. Hi, Tracy and Stephanie. I'm so glad to have you with us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Becky. This is kind of fun for me because I have a duo. And so let me introduce each of you. You are a mother-daughter duo. And Tracy, you're the mom. Yeah. Stephanie, I guess that makes you the daughter, right? Sure does. And how long have you been doing miniatures together? Um, Since 2018. Yeah. We got a crazy idea. Yep. Started to build miniature set. I kept sending Stephanie... (laughs) Miniature cooking videos. Yeah. And she's like, oh my goodness. I'd bought in a big dollhouse because she had a dollhouse when she was younger mm-hmm. and yeah, had a lot of fun with it. But yeah. it was very hard to part with, but we needed to move it out. So I'd bought in another dollhouse and she says, mom, aren't you a little young to play with dolls? <laughs> she would bug me. on. She'd just bug me. We'd laugh. So I started sending her cooking miniature videos. <laughs> and then she was kind of like, hey, those are really kind of cool. <laughs> and then we decided we would build a miniature kitchen, a working kitchen with, yeah. with water. And we wanted to start a YouTube channel with miniature cooking. So to make real miniature food. You don't do many cooking now. So what happened? Well, we built the set and we started to make miniature cooking videos. They took a long time to edit. Mm-hmm. Probably how long would we take to film? Probably like nine hours. So it was a lot of work. And well, the whole prep before and then about yeah. three hours of filming and then it would take so much editing. And then my parents started to get ill and they needed more care. We weren't able to have the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of came up with the idea of Instagram where we would just start with photos kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then my mom would just during the day just take pictures of miniatures in the miniature house kind of thing. And it all kind of started from there. But when you said Instagram, I said, what's that? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know what Instagram was. Wow. What a long way you've come. Yeah, that's coming up to uh, three years, April 6th. Yeah. Okay. And so the first thing you built was this little working kitchen. Did you build something else for Instagram? Uh, We used the same kitchen. We sort of built onto it Mm -hmm. with the living room. And uh, we have a few other sets that we've built since. But uh, we mainly use the main miniature kitchen set. And when you say it was working, what does that mean? Running water, lights? Running water lights in the fridge oh wow and what about did it have a little stove that heated up yeah we have a little german stove that we put a little tea light in Mm -hmm. and we can actually cook so unlike a lot of people that have that decorate their traditional dollhouse you really do it more like a set so you can get in there and film yeah so do you consider yourself makers collectors content makers just masters of everything minis how would you describe yourselves We've made quite a bit of stuff over the past. 
but make less now because the miniatures definitely take more time mm -hmm. to film and the, the reels. We don't make as much now. We do make little things for the sets if there's something we need. Say we're doing a birthday scene yeah. and we need some little props that we want. We'll birthday make, plates or yeah, something we'll like that. We'll make little things. But mainly it's more collecting now because it, it's very time-consuming to make the videos. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I feel I made more stuff before Reels, too. I feel like the Reels sort of changed things a little. It changed the rooms yeah. I filmed because I don't have a set, but I find myself filming the rooms that are more open, that my phone fits into. I find myself buying a little more now. So it's interesting. It has kind of changed the way I, and it sounds like you, too, approach minis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do have a, a beautiful a Harborside Mansion dollhouse. We use that for outside scenes, but we don't use it for inside because we, we can't get in there. It's mm -hmm. not fully finished either. Oh, okay. So tell me a little bit about what each of you do as part of the team. Yeah, so I do a lot more of the commenting and stuff. And I also make the template and set up. Set up. Yeah, I do the setup and stuff and help my mom think of ideas, writing for the posts. My mom does more of like the filming, editing, that kind of stuff. And we help each other out. Yeah. Yes. And whose hands are usually in it? <laughs> Tracy's. <laughs> okay. And you do come up with so many cute ideas. Do you brainstorm and kind of jot down a lot at once? Do you do them one at a time? How do you approach that? Yeah, I have a notes in my phone and randomly I'll just add stuff to it kind of thing. And then when it gets pretty long, then we'll kind of just put it in a Word document and then print it out and put it in the miniature room. So then when my mom's just down there, she can kind of just look at it and see what we can film. Do you have particular filming days? How does that work? We sort of random film when we're both available. She works full time and the editing takes a lot of time. It does. It really does. A lot more time than what most people think. Well, your stuff is so beautifully done. It's so beautiful. It's so professional. I can only imagine how long it takes. So you have what looks like a really big collection of minis. Do you have any idea how many little pieces you have? <laughs> oh, uh, I would say over 25,000. Yeah, we have one, two, three, four IKEA drawers, four or five. Oh, wow. Like the big drawers with all the dividers. And then each drawer has sectioned plastic divider containers. Mm -hmm. We'll have two drawers for toys. Yeah. And then a drawer for like grocery, a drawer for baking and appetizers, dinner stuff. I think that's one of the things I really fall down on. I'll collect all this stuff and I'll film it and then I'll sort of walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The cleanup can take a long time. It does. We usually do it on the weekends when I'm home, and we'll usually spend a few hours just putting everything back, putting it away. It for sure takes a lot of time. Especially filming, because what you do is you start filming something, but you want a different angle. So now you have to move many things that are in the way to move your camera equipment to the other angle, and now you're moving stuff all over. So by the end of a shoot, the set <laughs> is a disaster. Yeah. She always bugs me. <laughs> And then we put stuff in a random, like a library box that we have that's divided and we just put stuff in and then we each get a box and then we'll start do a library day and we put stuff away. But we can take forever trying to find things yeah. because it's like, 
did you see this? I'll be texting her at work. You know you have something you just have to include in the scene because it's yeah. like perfect and you can't find it. Well, that's a really good system with the library box. I might do that. Yeah. So how many times a week do you try to get something out? Probably five times a week. We usually take Tuesday, Thursdays off. We were doing seven, but it was it was a lot. Yeah, that is. Now, one thing I've noticed with my videos is it seems like my most popular one seems like the ones I like the least that take the least amount of time. Yeah. So what's your most popular one? I feel like our coffee videos do really well. Our coffee pours, pouring anything really. Cleaning does really well. The video that did really well was the cat video. So the one that had the cat litter and like little mini cat poop in it. Please tell me that wasn't real cat poop. (laughs) No. (laughs) We have had so many laughs doing this. That's so fun. So is that part of the the idea is that it would be something fun for you guys to do together? Yeah, for sure. And it has for sure helped too with the bonding because I moved out last November. Actually a year yeah. last November. Yeah. So we have times now to bond and just do things together and do miniatures. And it's a time for us to spend time together, mother, daughter. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So many memories. A lot of your videos seem to have to do with childhood memories. Are those your childhood memories, Tracy, or your memories of Stephanie's childhood? Both. Mm -hmm. And also like the toy videos as well. Some of the memories might be from the daycare kind of thing that I work at because I work in a daycare. I have my ECE. So that might also be like something as well. That might explain why you have so many toy videos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little obsessed, but in a good way. Yeah. And one of the things I've noticed is it feels like you really try hard to give credit to whoever made everything. And I know we all try, but you will list like 10 people, 20 people for each video. Either you have a phenomenal memory or you spend a lot of time figuring that out. Yeah, it's a lot of time. Yeah. And even like since Amova, it's been insane because we've gotten a lot of new stuff. And Mm -hmm. we've also purchased a lot of new stuff and had lots of stuff sent to us. So I can literally spend over an hour, maybe two hours looking and panicking that I'm going to miss somebody. It's a lot of Mm -hmm. work. We love helping everybody. We don't want people to think that we're making things that we didn't make and love to give credit to people. It is a lot of work. Yeah, (laughs) It's hard. Oh, yes. And you had said that you often look up Etsy, but when we went to IMOMA, there's no real record of it. Yeah. I should back up for the listeners. As my listeners probably know, I went to Vegas and we went to this fabulous show. And that's where I finally got to meet Tracy and Stephanie in person. They were there visiting from Vancouver. And had you been to Vegas before? No, it was our first time. We loved it there. We had so much fun. We even went on this, what's it called? The Big Red Roller Coaster, I think. Big Apple. The Big Apple, yes. It was a lot of fun. It seemed like every time I would ask you guys what you were doing, you were about to go on a roller coaster or somewhere fun. And I know, Tracy, that at one point you and I were kind of comparing who had bought the most, and it was quite a bit. (laughs) What are some of your favorites that you got there? I'd say my favorite was the little shoes that we got, the little sparkly heels, because that was actually kind of the same as the ones that I wore to my grad for high school. So it was like a memory lane kind of thing. 
we love getting miniatures that remind us of different events in our lives and stuff like that. And what about you, Tracy? Like so many things. Oh, the jewelry box yeah. that uh, Little House of Lights made and all the little office supplies. One of my favorite would have to be, it was a, a small birdhouse that was made by an artist in, I believe, Italy. And got that from, is it Whimsical Miniatures, I think? Outstanding. And it was, the bars are made of metal. I, I can't believe it. It's beautiful. But we, we got so many things. We did. We had trouble packing on the way back because it was so hard to put everything in, right? I had an extra little tote bag I had to get out to bring it on the way yeah. back. So you mentioned birds, Tracy, and I'm glad you did because one of my notes here says, ask Tracy about all the birds she has. <laughs> and I don't mean just miniature birds. You keep real birds, live birds, right? Yes, I, I have an aviary and I do raise birds. Finches and budgies mainly, and, and canary. And you have quite a few, like 40, 50 birds, am I right? Probably closer to 70 or 80. But we have a large aviary, like 12 feet high, very large. Oh, and is it outside? It is. It's outside. It's like a gazebo. And it's half indoor, half outdoor, so it's heated. And they can go in and out when they want. So if they want to get warm, they go inside. They usually all go in at night and go out in the day. That's amazing. And am I correct in remembering that you built it or built most of it? I did build it. My father taught me at a very young age, probably about six, gave me hammer and nails. And he'd give me all the little scrap pieces of wood when he was working on things. And I would build little stick horses with moving parts and different things. He got me into tools. He'd buy me, as I got older, he bought me tools for Christmas and birthdays. And I'd get like miter saws and circular saws and sawzalls and pipe wrenches. Well, that must be a big help doing the miniature set. Yeah, I ended up, before we got started, I bought like a miniature miter saw, miniature table saw, miniature. <laughs> so we have these miniature tools to do, you know, some of the smaller, finer work. Now, Stephanie, do you enjoy using the tools too, or are there other things that you enjoy about the miniatures? I'm not really much of a artsy kind of person, <laughs> but I enjoy more of like collecting the things and setting them up and taking it down and that kind of stuff. She's so good with ideas. That sounds artsy to me, maybe just not building oriented. Yes, that's what I meant. Because however they're set up, they're always set up so beautifully with such a great sense of design. We really like to bring a lot of things from the past into the, the home, the miniature home, and make it as realistic as possible. So a lot of things that we have are memories. And now a quick word from our sponsor. You can never have enough mini food. Am I right? Miniatures.com has a selection of over 130 food and drink miniatures, as well as other great minis for your kitchen. You'll find everything needed to make a PBJ or Big Summer Barbecue, packaged food to produce, and beverages from coffee to a mini margarita to kick off the summer. Go to Miniatures.com to check out the mini food and thousands of other miniatures. And don't miss their savings discount going on now. I feel like one of the easiest things to do reels for is the kitchen. Like when I'm thinking of ideas, it seems like it always kind of comes back to food or making 
food or, or having coffee. I have a lot of coffee videos too. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that's the room you use the most? Yeah, I feel like we use that room a lot. We also have, yeah, a bedroom playroom kind of thing. And then we have another set that's like the outdoor scene. So where does this all live? Does it take up a lot of space? Yeah, we have a studio. It's not large, but we have a lot of stuff. Yeah. We have a room at the, like at the bottom of our stairs. I think it's about 18 by 12. And it didn't have a door. And it was kind of an odd shape. So me and my great ideas, I decided to find an order, especially made large, heavy sliding door. It took me days to figure out how to install it. So, but we finally did it. it. It took four guys to get it in here. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And why so heavy? Just design or you wanted to make sure it was quiet? Yeah, quiet. And also it, it closes and opens and closes one big, huge door. So it slides. Oh, so if you have your arms full of minis. <laughs> it sounds like you need a little sign that says like filming in progress or something yeah we have a sign that lights up that says live seriously that's awesome yeah and then tracy your husband knows not to go anywhere near it then that's right <laughs> now what about pets because you feature a cat a lot do you have pets we sure do we have two abyssinian cats their names are jacks and tubs are they allowed in the dollhouses all the time all I the time yeah. can't get in there without tubs loves to sleep on the far corner of the couch the back of the couch and jacks is wherever i am doesn't <laughs> matter he will be watching me from anywhere anywhere i am i can look for him and he's there because people say lock him out but it's not that easy for example i'm sitting here talking to you and about two inches away is Ziggy, who will not leave my yeah. side while I'm, yeah. while I'm doing this. Jax would be really upset, but they're really pretty good, to be honest. Like, Jax walks through the set and stuff, but I have to be careful not to leave any needle-felted little animals out <laughs> or things like that, because he will take them. Yes. So, was IMOMA your first show, miniature show that you went to? It was the first one that we went mother-daughter. I went to a show in Vancouver before COVID, and then they, they closed. And then there was no more shows. So it was our first mother-daughter, and we just had so much fun. Mm -hmm. we'll, we will be going back. Yes, for sure. Can't miss it. I also just love really feeling like a part of the community and meeting everyone and meeting all these people who, who get it, who get why we do what we do. That was really so exciting was to meet people in person that we've sort of been talking to for quite a long time, mm -hmm. for several years. So uh, to meet them for the first time was incredible. It really is. And everyone's so nice, don't you think? The miniature community is phenomenal. So like if you had to pick one thing you wish that is not your favorite or you wish you didn't have to do, what is your one thing? I'd say for me would be the cleanup. <laughs> putting everything away and sorting it all and also the days that my mom's like this is way too unorganized we need to go through all the ikea drawers and organize it all again oh no that was about a month ago <laughs> okay that's a good one stephanie i can really relate to that what's yours tracy i would have to say i panic about tagging because i panic about missing people I don't want to miss people I I have no idea where I got this from and then I and then I'm sort of going 
I don't even want to put it in the scene because I don't want to not tag the person. So then I'm like, oh no. And it's getting harder and harder because we literally have like, I'm not kidding, 25,000. Like one of these days we will have to do a video and go through all the drawers. <laughs> yeah. I think we would all love to see that peek into your tiny treasures. We'd love to do some behind the scenes. We will eventually. Certainly hard keeping up. Yeah. We're really behind right now. And I know you've done some work for some brands. One of the ones I saw was you did something for one of the Oscar parties. Can you tell us how that came to be and anything about it? Yeah, so actually it was kind of funny because we were walking around Vegas and then all of a sudden we got this email on my phone and my mom's like, what? Like, did we just get an email about the Oscars? I know it was funny. And then it was like Oscars. Oh, my gosh. But it was for Kelly and Ryan live at Kelly and Ryan. So we weren't sure if we could do it. It was a quick time frame. We got back. We had messaged them. And then they said they wanted some sort of elaborate party scene. And we thought, well, we do have a lot of party stuff. We could throw together something. And so it was literally a 48-hour throw together. And yeah, it was fun. It was a really fun project to work Mm -hmm. on. I picked that one to ask about because I think we had talked about, you know, interviewing after you got back and you were like, we only have 48 hours to get this job done. And I can't tell you about it quite yet. So so did they just approach you out of the blue? Do you have an agent? No, no agent. We just occasionally get asked to do brand deals. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Um, Well, the party turned out great. You do indeed have a lot of really good-looking party food. So I have to ask, how did you do the TV? Was it an iPhone of some kind? It is. I actually bought, uh, not that long before, I bought a square or rectangular iPhone cover with corners. Okay, but it looked smaller. I just popped it in because it did look like, you know, more of a TV. It did. That's really great. Well, I'm just always so happy when I see brands contacting the mini world, you know, so that more people can kind of see what we do and understand it. It's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. So Stephanie, I know that your mother has the bird hobby. I know you work. I know this isn't a hobby, but I do know you have something going on. You're, you're engaged, right? You're going to get married. Yes, I am. That's right. Now, will you be commemorating this with a mini wedding scene? (laughs) What does mom have planned? Yeah, that might be something. We're just having a longer kind of engagement right now because weddings, they are a lot of work and (laughs) not really ready to plan all that stuff right now. So um, we're just kind of having a longer engagement and then we'll start planning the wedding and then we'll have some miniature scenes that we'll have to make for the memories. I wanted to buy one of those tiny little rings. Oh, yes. Did you find one? Well, Itsy Bitsy Mini, I keep looking at their little wedding set little ring. (laughs) Yes, I've seen those. I have a feeling your mom is going to end up uh, doing a whole big wedding scene. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We'll see. (laughs) I saw an Etsy, and I can't remember who. I apologize. We'll actually take your cake and make it into a mini. Isn't that a cool idea? That's a great idea. I know. I thought that sounded really fun. I mean, even if you don't collect miniatures, what a fun memento of your cake. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. So... Do you have much of a miniature community in Vancouver? There are some people in Vancouver that have miniatures. My miniature abodes, Robina. We plan to see her soon. We still haven't met her. I brought her some things back for my MoMA, but hopefully this week we'll get to meet 
Rabina. Oh, how fun. I actually interviewed her for this podcast, and I will be meeting her in person at Igma Guild School this summer. I'm really excited to meet her. So, Stephanie, tell me your memories and miniatures as a child. Yeah, my dollhouse growing up, that was a lot of fun. It was like a two-story massive dollhouse with a rooftop pool. It had fake grass on it. It was amazing. And there was like a real staircase. Crown molding. Yes. I planned on lighting it, but I never got around to it. And then she got older and we needed more space. So it was sad to see it. Yeah. So that's actually what the miniature room is in right now is my old playroom. Oh, okay. So did you build that dollhouse? No, we found that online and somebody had made it and spent a lot of time on it, designed the whole thing. It was unreal. We had it for years. We did. Wow. And what about you, Tracy? Did you grow up with the dollhouse? I did. I had dollhouse, but I was obsessed with farm animals and setting up farm. And I would set up like all the animals, make mini fences, and I'd have pastures with different animals in it. Wow. Always obsessed with everything miniature. Always. Kept all her little tiny things, anything little tiny when she was growing up, like all the little Barbie, anything that was super, super small. Mm-hmm. Like the Polly Pockets, that well, kind of stuff. Even the little mini purses and little tiny shoes and little makeups, anything that was tiny, I would keep. It's funny because, you know, when I first started this podcast, I would say, you know, just one day it occurred to me I wanted to make miniatures. And then my son, my oldest son was like, well, wait a minute, Mom. You know, you always used to buy us this Playmobile and play with us, and you always took us to the Smithsonian dollhouse. And I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't so out of the blue. We collected mini Kinder surprises. Like all little, anything little. I miss my Polly Pockets. I wish I still had them. Mm -hmm, Those were fun. So do you ever want to do more animals? Like, do you ever want to do a farm or or recreate your aviary? I never thought about doing the aviary. I could probably build one and put it on my set. That's a really good idea, (laughs) Becky. You got me started now. (laughs) No. Seriously, that's because we like to put things in that's part of our lives. Right. And also my father. You know, when we were doing this, we brought my father here for the last few months. He was alive. And... The miniatures kept him going. He's like, what are you guys up to? And we'd bring up the computer and show him what we were working on. And they lightened his day. So we sort of continue in his memory because we know he loved them. You know, my mom is in hospice. Everyone knows I love teal, but I have one room that's orange. And that's because that's her favorite color. She's a painter. From time to time, I'll take the glass off the paintings and take pictures of them. And eventually I want to do a whole little mini gallery for her. And I'll ask her like, you know, which, which paintings do you like best? It's a way for us to interact too. She's still very visual. Like which paintings are your favorite? And I think it's a nice way of having something special in there that you can look at. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Anna from Little House of Lights surprised us and made us a train table and my dad worked on the train on the railway for 40 years and it was so meaningful it literally brought me to tears I couldn't even I had no words oh one of our favorite pieces amazing and so much more special because of the memories I felt a little (laughs) like that when we were at MoMA I had never seen miniature African mats and my mom collected them Oh, wow. And I went over there and I was trying to put together like as many as possible. It's funny how certain things can really spark that to you. 
I even found a miniature saddle because I had a horse for many, many years. I found a miniature saddle. I still have my old English saddle. And I found the same saddle in miniature. No. Yeah. Wow. So I haven't shown it yet, but it's on the list. And <laughs> I will. But I do have a feeling that there, if you want a miniature aviary, you're going to have to build that yourself. Yeah, I will. I can tell Stephanie's like, hmm, no more ideas, please. <laughs> right? <laughs> because once you build it, then you're going to need 40 miniature birds, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or more. Wow. But that's such a fascinating hobby. I've always, always loved birds. I worked for Wildlife Rescue for many years. I worked in a veterinary clinic and then became a graphic designer. So one of the things I think is the most fun about miniatures is it's like all the crafts in one, right? No matter what craft it is, you can do it in miniature. Oh, yeah. And you sit there and look at every single thing before you throw it out. Can I use this? Can I use any part of this for miniature? <laughs> Wait, you throw things out? <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like daily life things, you're looking going, oh, 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 this broke, but can I use this part of it? And then you have all these bins with all these different things in it. It's like, oh, my goodness. I have found that since I started miniatures, it's harder and harder to throw things out because I'll be like, wait, that could be X, you know, or <laughs> don't throw away that scrap of fabric. That's enough for an entire miniature chair. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we talked about what your least favorite part is. What's your favorite part? Stephanie, you go. I say just spending time with my mom doing the miniatures. That's it's a lot of fun and we get a lot of laughs, a lot of bloopers, <laughs> a lot of the when we set up and then things fall. It's it's a lot of fun. Lately, I've been putting more of the bloopers in because I just knock everything over. I mean, I can't think of a single reel I've done where there hasn't been a blooper. Can you? No. Oh, yeah. What, what happened yesterday? One of the well, pieces of boards fell on the whole set. Yeah. It was like everything went everywhere. Thankfully, nothing got broken, but... They're sturdy, those little minis. They're sturdier than they look. <laughs> mm -hmm. And what's your favorite part, Tracy? I love spending time with her. I think that, you know, I have no words. It's just, Aww. it's so nice because your children move out and you become es empty nesters. And uh, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm an empty nester having her in our basement suite. And it's wonderful. So, and, and making others smile I think that's the biggest thing we take from this is it's so nice life gets hard at times and it's so nice when you can just have that little bit of happiness in a day and someone sees something and smiles and the comments that people make they really really add a lot of joy every day well, that's one thing I love about your Instagram. I always know, like, if I need a little cheer up, I'll be like, oh, I wonder what's going on at my miniature life, you know? <laughs> I know it's going to be like a happy, fun, nostalgic thing. It's a, it's a happy place. Well, it's been so much fun talking to you. Thank you for sharing your love of minis with everyone and, and with us and telling us why you do what you do, because I find it so fascinating. Thank you well, for having us. We are obsessed. <laughs> Well, you know what? I think it's a fun obsession and it brings a lot of joy to people and it's interesting. So why not? Right? It certainly does. Yes. Well, anyway, thanks for sharing and you guys have a great day and create something cool and mini for me, will you? We will. Thank, Thank you so you. much for having us, Becky. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
I just love talking to Stephanie and Tracy. If you did too, and have time to leave a review on the app you listen to the podcast on, or a comment on my Instagram, I would so appreciate it. Your reviews are what makes this podcast grow. My next podcast is just three weeks away and drops Tuesday, May 23rd. I'll be talking to YouTube phenomenon Jordan Alphonse from Euler's Workshop. Jordan is known for his hyper-realistic urban miniature scenes and also as the creator of Tiny Art Experiment, a community miniature project. In the meantime, remember, your dollhouse, your rules. Goodbye.